Yo, welcome to TR Leads, where we empower, activate, and equip. We have today with us a young king, none other than Adam Swain yes, himself. How you doing today, sir? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I am doing very well, man. I'm glad to have you in here with the busy schedule you have, Honored. the busy young man you are, and the demand that's on your talents and gifts. You made Amen. some time. I received it. I received it. Had to. Had to. Absolutely. So let's dive into some this or that. Coffee okay. or tea? Tea, coffee, breath, can't do it. <laughs> Nike or Adidas? Nike all day in Chicago. TV or film? I really like The Office. Film. Film. Chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Chinese or Indian? Chinese for sure. That's sweet. Summer or winter? Winter. <laughs> California summer versus the winter you know. You could stay the same, but you know. That's pretty. The winter I know, I'd still say winter. Cause nice. don't you get don't you get really hot in California summer? Yeah, well, it depends where you are in California. Because if you along the coast, yeah, you get that nice you breeze. Get, oh, hold up, we in like along the coast. I'm going, I'm going California summer. You get that nice breeze. Yeah, you I get want that, that breeze, nice breeze thing. Absolutely. Okay, you so if we say in California coast. I'm going. I'm all going right, California right, summer. All right. I feel the winter because man, that's when you can really dress. You know, you got layers. There's nothing like winter clothes. Nothing there ain't nothing like, like winter, winter clothes. clothes. But if you in California, you got that nice little breeze going on. You wear that jacket. Spoken as a person that's never lived in California. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Early bird or night owl? Oh, for sure, a night owl. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, cake or cookies. <sighs> Yeah, cake, cake, cake. Big year, Tupac. I'm going Tupac. J. Cole or Nas? Ooh. Who do I think's better or who do I like listening to more? J. Cole or Nas? <laughs> I'm going J. Cole. Kendrick or Jay-Z? Ooh. Jay-Z. I've been feeling more Jay-Z lately. Eminem or Larry Bird? What? <laughs> what? Eminem? <laughs> what? That's a chart? Just, That's a comparison? That. Oh my God. That's, it, I mean, it's a comparison to greatness, right? Which level yeah. of greatness do you, it, you relate to the most? See, I know more about Eminem. <laughs> got it. Got it. Um, one ply or two ply? Two ply. You say all one, you're a, you're a monster. Yeah, you for sure has have this. We ain't shaking hands at all. No, elbows. Who cares if COVID's over? I'm not shaking your hand. <laughs> all right, man, listen. As a multi-hyphenate, what is one thing that each of your areas of talent has taught you? So, for the word multi-hyphenate, they... They might not know what that word means. Yeah, you go so and break you, it down. So, oh, okay. You may not know. <laughs> I was, I was really thinking about y'all. That's what I was doing. So, if you wanna, I was just because hey, I know it. I know it. He I tried to the dictionary it and everything. Them. So, uh, uh, multi. <laughs> we still the question still ain't been answered. So, multi. <laughs> so, multi. You sports. You're in the acting. Gotcha. You're in the okay. music. You're in the. Inter- See, you multi-hyphenate. You guys ready? The class ready? Okay. Uh, <laughs> now, what was the question? 
as a multi-hyphenate person, what like what what have each one of your talents and areas of abilities taught you? Just one thing that maybe streams line across. Uh, just being able to do well under pressure. Mm -hmm. I think for me, because with snowboarding and uh, snowboarding really taught me acting, mm -hmm. and um, and with snowboarding it's the same thing. Like you practice all this time just to do a run that is like fifty seconds, and if you do it well, you get to do it twice. And that's pretty <laughs> much and that's pretty much what what doing an audition was and doing a scene was. Yeah. Like you practice all this time to do it, and then when you actually do the audition. If they like you to say, okay, do it one more time. Yeah. Okay. And so that's yeah. what it really, that's what, uh, that's how those two really uh, correlated with me and especially with collaboration within the sense of that's what snowboarding was. Snowboarding was me collaborating with my coach on how do I put a run together and me collaborating with directors. Okay. So how do we want to pull this scene out? Mm -hmm. What do we want to do on the page and bring to, uh, bring to the screen? So you mentioned snowboarding, but one thing that the people need to know about you for right now, you have some Chicago in your, in your blood. All day. Um, all day. You are day. from South. How, how long did you live in Chicago? I lived there until I was about eight, eight or nine from birth to eight, from birth to eight. So from birth to eight, you lived in the south side of Chicago. Yes, sir. Did you did you snowboard in Chicago? <laughs> nope. Okay, I didn't think so. Nope. So a a brother from Chicago. Yes, sir. Uh, fell in love with snowboarding. Yeah. How'd that happen? Well, it happened was what had happened was <laughs> when uh, my family we moved up. Uh, moved up from Chicago to Vancouver to help take care of my grandmother, who yeah. was taking care of our grandparents at the, at, uh, at that time. And uh, for me, I really loved skateboarding. Yeah. So like up until up until the age of like twelve, I was all about all about skateboarding. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Mom, can I skateboard? Can I skateboard? Mm -hmm. And I always said, Can I skateboard when I'm fourteen? Just because fourteen was my favorite number yeah. at the time. Yeah. And uh, little did I know, I'd love skateboarding by the time I was eleven. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, I'm gonna try and bend the bend the rules now. I'm gonna try snowboarding. Yeah. And so I tried snowboarding, and then I ended up just falling in love with snowboarding, mm -hmm. falling in love with uh, something that I grew up seeing, which was snow. Yeah. But seeing it used for it in such a different way that you don't see right. it for. Right. Like normally in Chicago, you see the snow, you trying to get away from it. Mm -hmm. Versus here, I'm running to it. So you have siblings. Yes, I do. What? What? Uh, what how old are your siblings? Uh, brother is 22. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> I remembered. Uh, my sister, she's 25. She's the oldest and mm -hmm. I'm the baby coming in at 20. Coming in hot. Coming in and hot. your mom and dad still together. Yes. That's Amen. That is a blessing. I, sure. I say that because there's a lot of single parents out there and kids that don't grow up in a household mm -hmm. with with both parents, right, and and, and especially they're still together, even though the kids is grown now. Absolutely, that's that's another absolutely. Key too. And it sounds like you guys have some strong strong roots when you have parents that will pick up, sacrifice. Somebody got to sacrifice to go for take sure. care of somebody else's for parents. For sure, they sacrifice. Right, and so how was that for you and your siblings? Do you remember moving to another country? And if you do, how was that? You know, like. I remember moving, but I, I don't remember moving at the same time. Yeah. Because 
my mom was like, okay, moving to Canada. Y'all figure out the logistics. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I just yeah. know where I'm going. I don't, yeah. didn't, really, uh, didn't really know what I was going for at the time. And uh, it, was, it, was, it was interesting because it was just like, you're eight. You just go with the flow. Yeah. And, especially, yeah. and even though, even though like, you're, the, you're eight, but you're, also, you're still the youngest. So that youngest, that youngest kid mentality is like, okay, I just, I'm going because my parents is going. Kind and of everybody thing. else going. Yeah. And so that, that's really, uh, I do like, slightly remember. I have memories of moving and when we were leaving and everything. But uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I didn't really have any, like, any thoughts of when I was leaving, yeah. you know? So there's so there's Southside, uh, and and you moved at a young age. So, yeah. but still, there's Southside Adam, yes sir, and there's Global Adam, yes sir. Ex- give me just a few words that describe Chicago Adam. Chicago Adam. Uh, just throw all your syllables away. <laughs> you know, it's th- throw all the syllables away. Just like. The love for music, the love for style, fashion, um, that city is brought out a lot of a lot of people that have inspired me with Kanye West and brought mm-hmm. out, and even with Jordan. Even though no, he's born in New York. I know New York people like taking credit Absolutely. for everything. So yeah, yeah, I, I know that. But uh, but no, just <laughs> just just like with Jordan being Chicago Bulls, like how yeah. that's a big part of Chicago. Yeah. And for me, like I always, I always. Uh, loved finding ways to still stand out, even especially with snowboarding. Like I'm known as the guy on the team that will snowboard in in a Bulls jersey. I'll snowboard in anything repping Chicago. And yeah. so for me, uh, it's just a pride a pride that I take in my city for sure. I take a pride in uh, the good, and then uh, I also my heart also weighs with the with the bad parts of it as well. Absolutely. So definitely, um, you can't have one without the other. Absolutely. So yeah. Absolutely. What describe describe Global Adam. Global Adam. Huh, interesting. Global Adam, I guess just say more open mm-hmm. to everything else because Vancouver is definitely a more global city than Chicago. Mm-hmm. And for me, for me growing up, I only really thought about black and Chinese because mm-hmm. that's what I am. Yeah. Before when I came up here, I'm like, oh, I, I I knew I knew coming up to Vancouver as oh I'm gonna learn Chinese because mm-hmm. my Chinese family's here but I'm telling people they're like oh you're gonna learn French what's that yeah, <laughs> like, right, right. like and seeing and seeing like a whole bunch of white people here that that was a whole different thing to me I was like yeah. oh they make you guys yeah that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like y'all y'all are here that's right and so for me it was definitely moving here is more of a global city there's more cultures here. And uh, that had that made me more open and made me more global to re- being receptive of multiple different cultures. Mm-hmm. And I how's, think, how's yeah. being how be how's being uh, a dual citizen or being from two different places, countries? Um, how has that shaped you into? I would say you're an influencer, a young influencer. How has that shaped your mindset, um, your confidence? Your lack of confidence. Mm-hmm. Your how how has being from two different parts of the world shaped who you are today? I think there's there's two sides to it. For me, it was there's uh, when I go back to Chicago, I'm not someone that's that was 
they know I'm born in Chicago, but I'm someone that's from Canada. Mm -hmm. But when I'm up here, if y'all, y'all can still probably hear because this American accent that people <laughs> be talking about, I still got that. So people know off the jump, I'm not from, yeah. I'm not originally from here. Yeah. And I think for me, it's, uh, it's something that makes me unique. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, a lot about um, standing out. And especially when you have, when you have the ability to be from one of the most uh, cultural hubs uh, uh, that is Chicago and being a part of another hub that is uh, Vancouver and yeah. a hub in itself and, yeah. and being a part of a, a desk being a part of two destination cities nice there's yeah. two different there's two different cultures that come with that and you can be you can be the bridge that gaps both of them together and yeah. I think for me that's that's how I've uh, definitely here at least I've definitely stuck with my uh, American roots. They don't seem like they ain't leaving anytime yeah. soon. Yeah. And so uh, definitely that's how I've kind of like, I've kind of used it, use it as a way to package myself. You yeah. know, like, you know, this is, this is me, Absolutely. give or take, you know, kind of, and kind of do it the same way to uh, America, which they, which they ain't used to with yeah. a Canadian being like, yo, this is me, give or take. Yeah. Versus like, they kind of expect me to be a little bit more passive because Canadians are passive. Let's be real. Let's be real. I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you. Yeah, let's be real. We are a little bit passive, okay? Jeez. Right. But, uh, but yeah, definitely, like, uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's, like, a cool boldness that comes yeah. with it, too. It's like, Absolutely. yeah, I'm from there. I'm from there. I'm Absolutely. from there kind of thing. Absolutely. So, definitely, uh, it definitely, it's, it's brought me a different type of confidence, yeah. for sure. No, that's so good. See, so you also grew up for the most part, in church. Yes. How has absolutely. faith shaped you? Faith has shaped me. Really, it's shaped my whole life, but it really started taking effect about, around, like, 13, mm -hmm. really. And for me, it was, like I said, uh, when you're the youngest, you just go where mom and dad go. Yeah. And for me, that was what it was a lot, going, uh, going to St. Sabina, uh, St. Sabina Church, Michael Flager, love you, standing with yes. you. Um, and so going there, that's really, really shaped my uh, perception of church and the mm -hmm. culture that I knew was church. Because it was, it was, I've always, the Lord's always had me be a part of groundbreaking churches. Mm -hmm. And with uh, St. Sabina being what it was, it was a Catholic church, but it got turned into a gospel church. Yeah. Like, you know, it's the... the it's something that you ain't heard of, and same thing. Catholic with, with Jerry curls. <laughs> <laughs> Let your soul right. glow. Right. Anyway. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just being there, uh, there's a desperation of faith there. Yeah. And because you got, you got kids dying at twelve. Yeah. And you see people's faith, like they're holding on to God. Yeah. They're holding yeah. on like, you know, I need God because if I don't have God, yeah. I might, I literally might die yeah. when I walk out yeah. here. And so growing up around that and growing up around a, uh, growing around yeah. a desperation for church, that was, that was something I took for granted. Yeah. But like also as well as I was eight. So too, so it's like, you taking something for granted, but also I'm just being a kid. Like I'm, right. I'm falling asleep in church all the time. I mean, like throwback to the days where you could just fall asleep in church and the pastor won't call you out. Absolutely. Jeez, Them man. days over. I know. I know. Some <laughs> days I'm like, nope, he going to call me up. Keep my eyes open. Eyes open. Absolutely. But no, even, even when moving up here and just seeing and seeing like 
you know what? God is a definitely a big part of my life because he's the only reason I can explain making it this far. Yeah. And like I've I've had so many close calls in terms of uh injury. Yeah. And uh and so many injuries that like can't explain walking yeah. away from yeah. with no scratch. Like yeah. that's for me definitely um that instilled me to believe like, you know what? Yeah, there God is looking out for me. God's yeah. looking out for me for sure. And just the way he's ordained my life and organizing my life and everything, the way he's moving, moving puzzle pieces around. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's something that I, that I can only, only give credit to God for. for well sure. spoken. So, so, <clears throat> so you have clearly made this transition. What some people may not know, you are one of the top snowboarders in the country. And, um, but then there came a point in your life where you decided to go, um, not even at a different direction, but more full time in a in a in in in, in a specific direction. Mm-hmm. And some people may not know that you're into uh, acting, yes. and you're on your way to, I believe, a successful career. I would say you're already already okay. succeeding. Because, I receive. You know, the reason I say that is because your success as a young man, the fact that you're rooted in in faith, mm-hmm. and you have a good family. You got a good head on your shoulders at a sure. young age. I think you're su- you've succeeded, right? The amount yeah. of money, the number of films, the yeah. notoriety you will get has nothing to do with who you are. There's there's Absolutely. sixty year olds still acting, and their identity is in acting. It's not yeah. in something way greater than that. For sure. And so, um, your greatness is not wrapped up in your work. Yeah. You know Absolutely. What I mean? Like there's it's it's definitely. Uh, definitely in industry specifically to well both with acting and snowboarding it's definitely both things that you got to fully commit to yeah and when you fully commit to them it's like you gotta something's got to get sacrificed when you commit to something yeah and so uh and so for both of them it's like okay if i'm gonna go be a snowboarder i'm cutting down everything else like i remember talking to multiple multiple snowboarders saying oh yeah i'm an actor as well like wow that's great. You have something to fall back on because yeah. this is this is all yeah. I got. Yeah. And 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 just my heart breaking for them. It's like, dang, no, you so much more than a snowboarder. Yeah. You snow more. You so much more than an actor. And so definitely that's seeing setting that as an example of, you know what? This is why this can't be my identity. Yeah. It's like what you said. Your occupation isn't what you do. Isn't what yeah. it isn't what you are. Yeah. And so definitely that's definitely something I've I've definitely stuck with and definitely wanted to hold on to for sure yeah so so <clears throat> you've been actively for a short period in some some big shows and uh what is something you've learned from each one of those big moments that that has helped you be um how you can encourage your generation how you can how how has these big moments helped shape you as a leader and influencer a person because I've watched you I don't think they've I think every time you go to higher heights it brings a sense of confidence a greater yeah. level of confidence but I haven't seen you switch up who's who Adam has been mm-hmm. so many people begin to start changing you're still in your roots and it helps you you have solid parents and sure. you got great people around you yeah and so you you're not gonna get goofy and there's mm-hmm. a lot of people your age that's this industry is going to swallow them For up. Sure. How has these big moments shaped you, but also how have you not let them compromise you? 
Uh, it's come from really my big moments, how I handle my big moments is really how uh, it stems from an acting class that I had. Uh, and it was an acting class I had with a lady named Beatrice King, um, one of my coaches, and she brought in the casting director into the class. And I did a scene in the class, and I, and I felt like I killed it. Like after mm -hmm. it, I was like, and cut. Ooh, in my head, I'm going, yeah, I just, I killed that thing. Ain't no one better than me right now. And she just goes, yeah, I didn't feel anything. And after that, it's nice. like, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> you, I'm just going to go sit down now. And <laughs> meanwhile, you have all the, you have all the other, you have all the, all the other, um, all the other students and they're going, no, I thought you did a good job. Mm -hmm. In my head, I'm going. You could think I did a good job, but the person that's gonna it hire me didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> like I need that, I need that person on my side. And so, uh, casting director's name is Michelle Allen. And so I, I definitely thank her because that's how. When I walked away from that class, I was like, okay, whatever I'm gonna do, I'm gonna make them feel something. Yeah. And so definitely that's how I've handled these big moments. Is like, you know what? I got a big moment right now. I'm, I'm on this show. You know what? I'm gonna make him feel something. Yeah. I'm I'm hanging around with these with these with these incredible actors right now whose souls could just be looking like trash on the inside. I'm gonna make them feel something. It's up to yeah. my it's up to me to make them feel something, but it's also up to me to make sure that they feel to give them everything that they can so they can feel love. They can feel yeah. they can feel the right things. Yeah. So I can take away everything else that makes it feel terrible. And so yeah. That I that's really what's helped me shape my big handle my big moments and handle my small moments. It's just like you know what, I just gotta make them feel something. Absolutely. And and for sure and for sure not letting it um not letting it change me because yeah. everyone else everyone else is changing. Yeah. yeah. It's like when you when everyone else is changing at the same time, it starts to come into like fitting in. You yeah. know, it's, totally. there's like the stereotype of. Oh, you were acting now. Okay. Well, you know they have a lot of drugs in acting, right? Yeah. You know they have a lot of drugs in snowboarding, right? Yeah. You know, like, yeah, okay, I'm not doing it because yeah. that makes me stand out because there's no fun. There's really no fun in fitting in with everybody else. Absolutely. And so definitely that's how, uh, definitely how, that's how it's um, been positioned to me and especially how you said to me one time, you said uh, failure is out of my DNA as long as compromise is out of my decision making. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, <laughs> I ain't trying to fail at nothing. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So just holding on to that, it's like, you know what? I'm, uh, I can't compromise myself. I do no one, yeah. I do no one a service uh, compromising myself and belittling myself and what's in me. So that's definitely uh, how it's shaped, shaped my moments. For yeah, sure. I, I hope you guys heard that failure is out of my DNA as long as compromise is out of my decision making. That is huge yeah. for any age person. Um, and for you as a young man to be holding on to that. Um, and I also see that some of your decision making, what's kept you, what's, what has kept you grounded. I try to tell my kids all the time, especially like my daughter or my, my older son. It's like you can't, you can't develop thinking you know it all. You can't, Absolutely not. you can't think that God's gonna bless 
and open supernatural doors if you are arrogant and you're right. you're comparing yourself or you're looking at how how whack somebody else is, right? I never want to be God's example of humbling somebody, right? And True. If, if you never want to be that person who who has to be told I don't feel nothing, right? But yeah. see, that no. a good leader is going to see your greatness. And they're going to be able to smell when you think you smell in yourself. Mm-hmm. And they will, they will pass on you just to teach you a lesson because they know if you can catch that lesson. For but sure. I don't ever want the lesson. Yeah, right. So many right. people, like our kids, they think they'll never have to face that lesson. So I'm like, just humble yourself right now. Stop looking at other people's weakness. Because you're going to get that audition. You're going to get in front of somebody. Your voice going to crack. You're yep. going to get crossed over. You don't want to have to be humbled. Yep, right. Just sure. humble yourself before you have to be humbled. And that's, that's biblical principle. Just humble yourself. And because no one is exempt from being humbled. Definitely. Nobody. No one is exempt from being humble. No one is. And especially pride comes before the fall. Absolutely. So a few all types of arrogant. I've seen it happen to many, to tons of people, whether it's in sports or whether it's in acting. Like you, There's a difference between confidence and pride. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And when you got pride and when you and when you bigging yourself up too much, yeah. it's like, oh yeah, okay. I'm yeah. sorry about what's about to happen to you. But I know <laughs> what's about to happen. It's Absolutely. Like, you about to be a lesson. Okay. You about to be a curriculum. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you you about to be a curriculum. So Riverdale, Memories yes, of Christmas, Hardy Boys, a yep. million little things. Now, I list those because I'm gonna work backwards. Mm-hmm. All those things, all those 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 roles, and if I can remember, maybe it was just Riverdale, but there was a point where you actually let go of s- snowboarding. Yes. There was a point you let go of, let go of snowboarding. You, met, you was at a crossroad, and you knew the commitment it was going to take to take you to the next level in yeah. snowboarding. And you, you, that's a tough for a young man. You're mm-hmm. successful at snowboarding, and you're just at the door of your acting career. Yeah. It very in in a very as as nutshelly as it can be. As a young man, what was the this the 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 deal breaker, decision maker? What happened to help you say, man, I'm gonna put this over here? Yeah, it was uh, to make that transition. It was the transition between when I first got Riverdale, and that was my first acting gig ever. And up until then, snowboarding was my only love. Mm-hmm. And uh, until one time, I remember it was, it was such a small moment of when I went back into my trailer and I saw myself in the mirror and I was like, yeah, I do this. And that's was, that was the starting the switch of, okay, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And then now the gears start turning, but I still got this other gift here. Like what, what does God still want to use that? Like mm-hmm. what, what do I do with that right yeah. now? And so for me, it was uh, I was torn between between deciding two dreams. Mm-hmm. Like, am I am I failing at one dream to do another? Because I don't want to fail at something. Yeah. Like, no one wants to fail at yeah. something. Yeah. And it was actually a conversation that I had with you, mm-hmm. and you said uh, you said you got to think about it this way. And it, and it was annoying at the time because you gave me one of them Jesus answers. <laughs> I was like, listen, I'm over at your house. We barbecuing right now. We having a connection for sure. 
I'm asking you this question. You ain't giving me a, a yes or a no. Like, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, I got to figure this out. And it was, you got to go where you have the most influence. And yeah. there's absolutely, there's absolutely more influence in um, being a, being a snowboarder. There's, act, there's more influence in being an actor that's a snowboarder than a snowboarder that's an actor. Absolutely. But then I was like, okay, so I know what that answer means. But then you also <laughs> went in with not saying that God can have you be the interruption. I'm like, oh, you're throwing in all these variables. Come on. <laughs> and I think for that moment, more and more as that conversation is unfolding, revealing to be true. Um, at the time, I was like, you know what? He's right. I did. I set out what I wanted to do. Yeah. I said I wanted to be a competitive snowboarder. Yeah. I was a competitive snowboarder. I traveled. I got to be higher ranking. I got to ride with some of Canada's best, the world's best. And I completed that dream. Yeah. So it was time to go on to do something else that uh, do something else that people said that I showed promise in. And that was another difficult part because I because I had uh, I've been fortunate and blessed enough to have higher up people tell me, oh, yeah, you got it. Yeah. And so that's the, also that other part in the back of your head, like, but this coach said I got it. I yeah. could, he said I can go all the way. Then this director said, no, you have a future here. Like, what, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. Like, in between, I'm trying to do, I tried doing snowboarding and acting at the same time. Yeah. That is a, that is a, uh, a big commitment to try and make, yeah. especially financially yeah. and insurance-wise. Yeah. You you break a bone, yeah, and you got to go film something the next day. That ain't gonna look yeah, good. Yeah, you, and you risk it, and you only get a window of opportunity. You be that. Right. It's like being a, a big man in the NBA that always is injured. Like, right. You can only have too, so many injuries, and then teams is just gonna be passing on you. They're like, you don't want to be the injured, the <laughs> injured out. actor. Right. No. And but this is what people miss: is people miss that. Um, there's only one purpose that each person has. Mm. There's only one purpose. There's many dreams. Yeah. And I think dreams are assignments unfolding in the sub subconscious. That's good. Right? Dream they're they're like assignments unfolding in the subconscious. Everybody you, should be writing you, that down. You, right now. you were so caught up in I want to live out this one dream. Yeah. And so you spend so much time thinking about what is the one dream? And no, we all as humans have one purpose. Mm -hmm. Birds have one purpose. Like, like things have one purpose. And everything that's been created, the one purpose you're created for is to bring God glory. Yeah. Now, if you're a janitor, yeah. that's an assignment. But the purpose is the same. Mm -hmm. Whether you're Steph Curry. And, and think about this. You go to an a, a NBA game. Yeah. Do you know how many assignments are there there's the vending machine there's the towel boy there's the there's the Steph Curry there's the cameraman there's there's trainers. the coaches there's the trainers there's the, the 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 administration there's the media that's getting it to people yep. it is all these different assignments mm -hmm. but there's one purpose, purpose and it's entertainment that's good yeah Right. Wow. And it doesn't matter if you're cleaning up the stadium afterwards, you are needed to fulfill the purpose. And that purpose was entertainment. Mm -hmm. Right. 
we would not know Jordan if there was no cameraman, right. if there was no, no security. No security. They wouldn't be the same players to just focus without the ball boy, the towel boy, right. the, 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 the trainers that help them, the doctors. Everyone have a purpose, mm -hmm. and they come together, pack out a stadium so people can be entertained, have a break from life. As a human man, our main purpose is to bring God glory, Yeah. period. Point and blank. throughout the life that we're blessed with, we get all kinds of assignments. And if people could just relax and just say, today, I'm not going to be miserable with the assignment I have. Mm -hmm. But that assignment is not the end of my purpose. Wow. Right? So yeah. I'm a snowboard. And when I come to this making this decision, I could actually say, have I completed the assignment? Mm. Man, I don't need to keep pushing the assignment. I don't need to. I don't Sorry, need to do complete. Right. I don't need to do extra credit. Right. Right. I passed. Don't need to do extra credit. No, yeah. I passed. Right. I've, I've done it. I'm done. Let me move. Yeah. And let me go. Let me now. God can use me in another assignment. Right. Mm -hmm. And so uh, last couple of questions. What do you believe is the responsibility of artists in shaping culture? Responsibility of artists in shaping culture. Um, uh, in terms of all the arts, it's like you said, there's a bunch of different assignments, but there's also one purpose. And I think everyone's assignment is uh, to do well in their field, but the purpose is to make, sounds corny, but to make people better mm -hmm. and to make people more well-rounded. Mm -hmm. And for sure, there's different parts of arts where there's uh, they're influencing for the worse. Mm -hmm. But I believe that in every arts, whether it's acting or whether it's writing or painting, like there's there's everything you do can cause reflection. Mm -hmm. And you want to leave people with the reflection of, you know what? Maybe I could change that in myself. Yeah. You know what? Maybe no, I am I am strong. I am courageous, and I think that's where. Especially why I love music so much, because it can make you go through a bunch of different emotions in like four and thirty, yeah. four minutes thirty yeah. seconds. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like I was not expecting this roller coaster of emotions Absolutely. right now. And I think that's that's uh, there is there is the in the era of hip hop where there was emo emo rap was popular, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that was a time where it was like you know what that's not what there are people that feel that, but that's not what art is for. Like, yeah, art isn't made. You can't just wallow in it, yeah, because yeah. that's that's not helping you or anybody yeah. get out of your depression. Like you need music that's gonna uplift you. You need things that are gonna uplift you. And I think, uh, I think as artists, it's our job to um, reflect the world, yeah, but also reflect it and put a positive spin on it. Absolutely, and be like, you know what? Because people, because people are looking are looking to us and be like, okay, this is my escape. Whatever you do, this is my this is how I escape these next yeah. five minutes. Yeah. And if I'm saying, okay, let's escape, but I'm gonna show you how I'm depressed over here. Absolutely. That just brings you right back into where you were. Yeah. And so that doesn't that's not helping anybody. So I think for sure it's uh, in the world, it's up to artists to um, to really help everyone's tripart being. Yeah. Their soul, the outer man, the, the third third one is uh, is. Uh, the spirit. That's spirit. one spirit. Well, that's one. That's one. See, <laughs> the see, spirit. See, see, that's why he's the pastor. Absolutely. You know? yeah. <laughs> so, the like, spirit. you're supposed to help help your tripart being, and uh, 
you ain't a full person without those three. Absolutely. Absolutely. This has been good, man. Um, we've we've done a song together and we're getting ready to do some more music together. Yes. Sir. And uh, we we definitely I am enjoying changing the world with you and, and man, your family. Too. And uh, once you leave us with a thought on the importance of accountability, the importance of accountability, mentorship, accountability, having that accountability figure in your life. Mm, for sure. Uh, when you have accountability, don't expect the yes or no. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, as I said earlier, I, I, I went with, with him <laughs> when, he, when he was trying to give me advice on snowboard acting. Don't, don't go in expecting the yes or no. Mm-hmm. You got to be ready to do the work yourself. Yeah. yeah. But you just also got to be able to take, you got to be able to learn as well. Pride got to go. Mm-hmm. Pride's a very big thing, and it's a very lethal thing as well. Yeah. If you let it blow up too big, and especially that'll take you from, like, if I had that, if we had that conversation, I had too much pride. I'm like, that dude don't know what he's talking about. Right. He ain't even, he, right. he ain't even see me on a right. snowboard. Right. Like right. He, he, he ain't know I'm killing these brothers right, right now. Right. And <laughs> and I could just be somewhere completely off doing something else, yeah. just out of the will, absolutely. Yeah. And for sure, with accountability, that's. That's also someone that wants to be in your corner. Yeah. That's someone yeah. that wants to be in your corner. Someone that wants to, someone that sees that sees you for you. And especially in a time where people where people will go through times where like, you know what, when I make it big, I got all these people around me. You yeah. don't want those people. You yeah. don't want those yes men around you. Yeah. You want the people that'll be like, hey no, bro, you gotta you gotta redo yeah. that again. That was trash. That was yeah. like I just killed the audition. I didn't feel anything. Yeah. Like you yeah. need those, you need the Michelle Allens around you in life. And that's yeah. what accountability is. They'll tell you when it's ugly. They'll tell you when it's yeah. good. And yeah. when they tell you when it's ugly, that'll magnify how good it is. Yeah. That's, that's P, the difference between the difference between having people that want to see you win versus people that just want to be by you while you're winning. Absolutely. Right. They just want to enjoy your winning. Yeah. They don't want to like, see when you want to see somebody win, it's by even telling them the truth, if even if the truth yeah. hurts. Right. And when you do find people that actually want to not just cheer for you, accountability is not cheerleaders. No. Right? Definitely accountability not. Is, is coaches and trainers and people that are going to correct even when it's uncomfortable yeah. and not give up on you. And so um, I think your success that is has come and that is coming mm hugely um, connected to the accountability you have in your life, yeah. starting with God, then with your parents, sure. um, your family, your church home. Um, and so, man, stay rooted and, and stay connected to the Lord and be that light. Don't compromise, man. Mm-hmm. You, you, the Lord's going to put you in positions to write roles. You don't have to compromise in roles just to make it. He right. will make your name famous. Amen. He will. Amen. He will. I I'm all. proud of you, sir. And uh, I'm glad you, my friend, while you got water in your mouth. Yeah. I think the food then came. <laughs> so it's say. time to go. It's time to go now. It's time to go. You got to eat now. You got any last five words, five words you want to leave them with. Not five sentences. Okay. Five, five words. words that you want to leave us with. Intentionality. Mm-hmm. Courageous. Mm-hmm. Not two. Curiosity, mm-hmm. fearless. Mm-hmm. That's three. Four. Four. <laughs> See, I can count. Got one more. Mm-hmm. Okay. Joy. Joy. Just choose joy. Joy. Well, this is T.R. Leeds. This is 
Adam Swain, Young King. Yes, sir. This is where we activate, equip, and empower. We will be back with you with more and more episodes. We are out of time, but we are not out of content. Come on. So get your love fixed, man, and we will see you soon.